What an honor. I am Rising Phoenix Aurora. And in these moments of trying times where we are oh, in challenging times, especially as a collective, seeing different things that are happening, like some of these um, high-tech weaponry, you know, attacking the motherland of Hawaii, who is, who is so sacred, who we know embodies divine mother energies. And I actually got to channel her mother Pele a good four years ago where she explained her beauty and why she was there um so in moments like this where you're constantly hearing that there's going to be a reset and to buy gold 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 for some reason and there's going to be again a reset in november every year it's the same thing november september then july then you know making people become fearful freak out just unbalancing the earth so not only do we have this unbalancing within the 3d within the government you know trying to really downgrade our light and unbalance us into fear but then we also too when we're listening to spiritual communities we're also hearing this fear or some of these people are directly compromised by infringements that are really just again imbalancing because they have them in all forms that they could possibly have them so the reason why i really felt that we needed to have this beautiful round table today of the mysteries of the ancients was because all these beautiful ladies here who you're going to hear from have been have had past lives at least a couple past lives on earth or have or even future lives in other dimensions and they have great wisdom and strength to share with you and they all have a different, you know, we're also beautifully different, created by Source of Light, the Creator. And um, we have much to share for you. And the ultimate intent and goal is to inspire you, to help you ignite that love light, that Source of Light inside of you, to not give up, keep the hope, and also sharing some sacred teachings with you, some alchemy that we might have known. And all these beautiful souls are actually happen, are part of the Rising Phoenix Mystery School which you can find more information about that under Patreon and also my website, risingphoenixaurora.com. So I'll go ahead and just begin my introductions. Um, I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis, Past Life Regression, Entity Removal. I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which you can find under Rising under Amazon paperback ebook. This tells the journey of the universe and also under audiobook under my website. Quickly, I also host online workshops um, and retreats online workshop. Next one is September 3rd, where you can learn how to step into your power, become your own self-healer, really learning how to remove these dark aliens that you hear about, especially through my all my channels of Rising Phoenix, uh, Aurora, and how to take the divinity back and step into our organic blueprint. So these sacred teachings or hypnosis, raw Reiki teach you how to do that. And you do this for yourself. So it's all about, you know, we are our own saviors as we always teach and we have to do this for ourselves. So these sacred teachings teach you that uh, because they are ancient mysteries of creation and divine mother shared that for us. So we have a Nashville retreat in November and we have a workshop actually in a couple weeks in september 12 so last day would be i think like september 7 to book for that okay so i offer sessions in all forms so go check that out under um my website and yeah and that is it Woo! let's get started 
So what we're going to do today is that we are going to have each one of them briefly introduce themselves and they can tell you where um, you can find them. And then also you, I will provide the links after we are done here. Okay, so everything that I do is to assist the collective to birth organic timelines to shift consciousness and especially when we get together like a beautiful group like these six of us six uh, beautiful souls here that's what we provide it and we and we change so um yeah um so let's see i'm just gonna go in order here uh kasia you're right under me on the screen go ahead say hi love who are you Hello, everyone. My name is Cassia Kristoff, and uh, I don't do introductions like this very often, so this is kind of fun. I am a, uh, I guess you would say, an alchemist. I am a quantum healer. I am an astrologer, and I offer a whole bunch of different healing modalities that I am certified in, including the aura, hypnosis, healing, and raw Reiki entity removal sessions. And all of that information can be found on aurapractitioners.com as well as my website. And I have a YouTube channel and a few other outlets that I utilize to talk with people about this ascension process that we are in as we raise in consciousness and vibration as this earth shifts and we all shift with it and all of the intricacies that go into that. I'm really honored to be here today, really having an opportunity to, to discuss uh, the ancient sacred teachings and also just to be in this energy with all of these beautiful, empowered high priestesses, with everybody who is viewing this, I really appreciate uh, the platform of Rumble and I appreciate what Aurora does and what we all have this opportunity to do on these platforms where we can talk and speak freely about the elements of this process that we can't necessarily speak about all the time. So it's great to be in this energy where we have that freedom of speech and expression and to really be able to step into that and to own that and to step into and own our energy together because ultimately that is that's my goal and that's what I'm all about is assisting people and stepping into their sovereignty, remembering the truth and the beauty of who they are and really expressing that to the world. You know, as Aurora always mentions, uh, all of the healing modalities, you know, that I mentioned, it's all about connecting us with our own inner self our own self healer, because we are so it's like, that's one of the ways that we step into our sovereignty, right? When we see ourselves as healers, when we stop giving our power away to somebody on the outside, and we own the fact that we actually do all of this can do all of this for ourselves, right? We have that power, we have that ability. And um, yeah, it's just beautiful to be to be here sharing in this energy and discussing all of this here with you all today. So thank you. Thank you, Cassia. Beautiful Raven, you want Gola? Sure. Greetings, everyone. Um, I also, Aurora, thank you so much. For, thank you for this invitation. And it's so beautiful to meet all of you. Um, I am so grateful for this space also to be able to connect and share um, so the process. Um, I am, I'm, I'm not very good with introductions because I have so many lanes, <laughs> so sometimes I get tongue-tied summing them up, but um, I am a, a priestess of ancient Kemetic or Egyptian uh, tradition and all of the places where that Egyptian tradition has gone all over the world, whether it's like Ghana and West Africa or to the Mayans or to, uh, to the North and in all these um, 
other places, I am um, just like a student of, of connecting with all of the different realms, you know, and it's about empowerment also. Um, I'm a wellness coach and author, um, a yoga teacher. I created a yoga system that was uh, from the goddess Wajet, who is like also known as Kundalini, and it's a serpent power form of yoga uh, for empowering and connecting like the vibration from inside the body and also relating that connection to the cycles of Earth and the cycles of the moon and the planets around Earth and relating that, uh, that movement, that geometry back to us and to our internal structure. And just like a real system of empowerment, and um, my, those, those journeys, the journey of the Kundalini, the journey of the serpent power um, has led me to an abundance journey. So the goddess Wajet, who I'm initiated to is a goddess of um, uh, empowerment, renewal, um, and, and also prosperity. And so I've been on this deep prosperity journey for the past 12 years, one full Jupiter cycle, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> and, uh, and that has led me to understanding that there are like entities, there are forces at play that that block our abundance that block our ability to believe in ourselves that block our empowerment and once we break through these blocks money becomes a journey of like of self-love of self-discovery of discovering that we are enough of discovering that we're divine and so that's the the current work that I do and uh and then stepping into this space opens up the, these other things about like learning about how these archons step into into the matrix of what money is and affect currency in a way that these certain things that we see manifesting in the world have, have changed, are, are trying to change our reality. And the best way for us to change it back is for groups like us, for empowered women, for empowered beings around the world to come back together, to open the heart. The most empowering thing is like going back and opening the heart space and pouring heart energy into every single thing we do. Heart energy heals the body, heart energy heals relationships and heart energy also heals money and the system of money, the system of currency. And so that's the place where I'm at in my journey. And that's the love that I wanna to bring to everyone else in learning this. So I am, again, super, super grateful to be here with you all. And so excited to share anything that I can that can empower anybody else's journey. So thank you, thank you. <laughs> Beautiful, thank you, Raven and Chanel. Tell us where we can find you. And one of the reasons why I also chose these beautiful goddesses here today it's beautiful divine feminine it's because they do have youtubes and rumbles so make sure you guys go check them out and go subscribe to them go ahead chanel um so i'm chanel um i am new to like the introductions and this like online world um but it's actually quite amazing because you get to meet beautiful people like you um and when i stumbled upon aurora like it just made everything make that much more sense right be like okay i knew what these energies were but i didn't know what they were um, so it really allows you to step into that power. Um, I am raw Reiki um, certified. Um, and then I also took her quantum healing with like the Isis princess. And that's, that was beautiful as well. Um, but I also help people gain pack power over their body. Um, use like EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom tapping. Because one thing that I think we all have in common are emotions, right? Um, whether it be low emotions or high emotions. And sometimes they just kind of get stuck in our body. But if we communicate with them, our body can act almost like a pendulum per se to kind of help you with what's to come as well. Um, so you can find me um, Beyond Infinity with Chanel on Google. Um, it keeps on saying my internet connection is unstable. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Um, 
So it keeps on cutting in and out because I just moved my thing. But um, so you can reach me there and on or Aurora's site, the Aura Practitioner site as well. Um, you can reach me on. <laughs> yes, thank you for reminding reminding us because you could go to aurapractitioners.com to find your nearest or your just most um, aligned and in heart um, practitioner to risingphoenixaura.com. I mean. No, orapractitioners.com <laughs> under the directory there. And um, yeah, you can find one near you or you could we do this remotely so you can find one just from across the world as well. So um, go find them there. Okay. And then Gina, people know you because you've been helping out with the live videos. So who are you, Gina? Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Gina. You might have seen me a few times here and there. And it's truly been my honor to be supportive in these endeavors that Aurora has been putting out in the communications, all the sacred knowledge is really, it is an honor, a huge honor to hold that space. Um, I'm so excited to be here today with all these beauties. So thank you, everybody. Um, so you can find me under clearheartsoflove.com. I do have a Facebook, uh, YouTube, Rumble, all of that is Clear Hearts of Love. And Aurora's going to add those links later. But uh, yeah, so I am certified in everything that you can think of that Aurora has. Uh, Aura Hypnosis, Ra Reiki, Isis Priestess, Quantum Galactic Akashic, um, Manifestation Course, all of them. Uh, and they are truly, truly life-changing. And the more that you work with these sacred teachings, the more that you grow exponentially in every way you can think of. It is truly amazing. And not only do you get those courses the first time and you go through them, you have those courses for life and you stay with those programs and you can go back and review them. It's constantly adding more sacred information as it comes through and learning and learning, continually growing. It's, it's amazing, phenomenal. So I highly encourage everybody, if you feel called to do that, please please follow your heart there if that's what you feel that you're comfortable doing now. But until then, if you just feel like watching the videos, do that. They are so activating. Um, oh my goodness. So yeah, so excited to be here um, on everybody's journey that we can add these sacred teachings and continue to help you guys with whatever comes through today. Um, also, what I do is I am a doula. And what a doula is, is someone who helps prepare women, their families, uh, and their partners for birth, before, during, and after. And really, I work with women who are more focused on home birthing and in different methods, trying to bring back that sacred feminine energy of birthing sacredly. So it's really important. You know, we've we've been, oh my goodness, you've seen throughout time how things have changed with the family dynamics, how we've been separated out so much, how we've been pulled apart from what is organically our divine uh, humanity basically our human way of living life and even down to the birthing process where we start our lives and where as we're born through you know our mothers are going through those process so it's really all those life-changing events that we're supporting as a doula but also remembering that sacredness to birth and life in the process itself so yeah so excited you guys thank you for being here beautiful yes i uh, put together well-rounded, diverse, beautiful um, beings here to share because I, one of the reasons why I invited Gina on was because she's a doula and, you know, can see I really, if you check out her YouTube, talks a lot, about, a lot about astrology and so on. So I hope that you love all the diversity and everyone who is here so that you can find those inspirations, those hopes that we look for 
in times that are rough, like um, definitely a little rough right now, and, and, and that can happen, but it's, it's important that we keep pushing on, we keep holding the space, we keep igniting ourselves in, you know, source flames, and we keep being that example for others by holding that space. But yes, so Reagan, tell us who you are. Hello, everyone. My name is Reagan Keeley, and I just want to say thank you, Aurora, for having me and all you beautiful ladies for being here as well. It really is such an honor. Um, so I am also raw and aura certified, as well as I'm an artist, a musician, and a poet. You can find me at transformingthedarkness.com. I do YouTube videos, as Aurora mentioned, and share, you know, heart messages as well as, you know, again, music, original music. And um, you can find me on Spotify as well, Reagan Keeley and iTunes streaming platforms, creating music from the heart. You know, it's not about entertainment. It's, you know, about liberation and creation and why we're really here. Um, and I'm really excited to be here today. I'm excited to talk about, I want to get into the power of everyone's unique voice, you know, our voice, our own voice has the ability to heal ourselves and even to heal others. There's a lot of power in the voice. There's a lot of fear around expressing the voice. So I think, you know, it's really important to, to go past that and, you know, embrace your voice and share it. And, you know, there is so many ancient teachings being revealed now about, you know, how, how the ancients used to use the voice and how we're coming into this now and why it really is so not only healing and, and liberating, but it's so creative, so exciting, so ecstatic. So it's really exciting. Thank you. Thank you, Reagan. Very, very beautiful. It's about the heart and the love, right? The love. So many times uh, we listen, we read something, but the, there's something missing. And most often it's the love. So let this be the, uh, let this be this video that we deliver over to you be full of love and sacred love for one another as brethren that we are and all the ancient teachings that we can think of so so beautiful so thank you so i will go ahead and just introduce it with a little introduction i i'm here every friday live with you guys um i'm currently restricted on youtube <laughs> i've done pretty good at staying there as long as i can <laughs> with the topics you know if you've been watching me for six years you know at the minute, the COVID-19 vaccine, I was there within days telling you not to get it, what could happen. I was talking to you about those, you know, attachments that were in the body that elongate themselves that now they're seeing that they're causing blood blood clots. I told you from the beginning that they were going to become big and we didn't know how long they were going to be caught, how big they were going to be and the AI and that control. So that's much of what I speak of in awareness to freeing ourselves, to taking our power back so that we are aware and we're not ignorant and we're not gullible to these infringements. Um, so I was also there. We've, we've also been talking about Antarctica and um, that technology that has been, we've been delivering these messages since last year. And we were talking about these. And a lot of times when you found these Antarctica, this Antarctica series, you had a little bit of a hard time to understand, like, what do you mean this is possible? What do you mean this type of technology is what? This is crazy. So you would have to go through a lot of transformation and involving within your soul to get there. And um, so I'm so proud of everyone who's been following that series because it's been gigantic Antarctica Tartaria series. 
you could find that under my Odyssey, my Rumbles, because most of them, most of them have been very serious, very um, sensitive. And um, these technologies that we're seeing, uh, and I'm going to make a video more in depth about Hawaii because the videos and the images are surfacing of these people and what they've done to them, and it is horrific. Um, but last year we started talking about these technologies and what the capabilities that they have and you know there's a lot of people who think that it's CGI but it's not these people are these are actual legit videos and pictures they're showing us. So the reason why I'm so aware of this going back to the mysteries of the ancients is that I've I've been here with you, just like they've been here, or maybe you've been here as well. So I've worked really hard and very diligently within my self mastery and my self growth and my journey to ensure that I remembered and that I always stayed in source of light and heart. I came here on earth just like you had a mission to be born onto this earth and to assist the collective and there's nothing that will change that there's nothing that can. Because every time I come in, I accomplish my mission, no matter which dimension or planet or wherever I'm at. Um, so some of the things that I want to mention is that specifically um, some of the ancient teachings, you know, I've been, I don't share too many personal things, but I'll share a tiny bit like, I, um, you know, you all know, I just talk about the collective information. But yes, I've been, uh, you know, priestess many times, a pharaoh, queens and kings. I've been in positions where I was holding a space in some in the darkest times of Earth. And with that, uh, the more that I recalled this, especially as a child, you know, I would have these dreams where there was always some kind of apocalypse kind of energies happening and as a little girl I kept recalling this and I would always ask like why am I having these dreams but now I know that they were past life memories so as I continue to receive these downloads as as a tiny little girl even just a you know a couple days old a month old I would have these nightmares that I remember um with each one of those that prepared me to be here in this moment in time and space so that I could understand what is happening, what I'm remote viewing, what I'm seeing, and then I'm delivering every week over to you all. So some of these dark aliens, yeah, I, I remember, you know, having lives, um, you know, in Egypt or in Sumeria and those dark aliens were there um, infringing, influencing. And I remember the dark sorcery that's been happening too, especially divine feminine, because the goal is to oppress the divine feminine, feminine creational energy and to put us down. So all that has been happening there. So I wanted to give you just a little overview of these ancient teachings. And so what I'm doing is I'm just remembering them and I'm also speaking to source divine mother. And that's how we bridge them and we communicate them over to you every week um so yeah i remember when we were for example like um we went every time that i was there we rained positively but there'd be the dark forces that would come in that would infiltrate that would cause doubt chaos in the sacred circles that were being held for the collective that would then of course target the children what most people don't understand is that when you allow someone to infringe upon you and cloud your mind to sway you into inverted timeline you forget about the children hold down what about the mission and the children about saving the children because that's our number one mission is saving the children so everything that i do on earth is an embodiment of saving the children all of it all of it 
um, everything goes straight to even the souls before they're even born, how to help them, um, you know, get here on earth sacredly, safely. How do we do this? How do we protect the children? Because they're our future. There are future timelines. They're everything. They really are our saviors, not in a worshiping way, but they really are the saviors of creation and this timeline and the collective ascension. So these ancient teachings, we would teach you, you know, how to shield, how to find the energy, how to look and remote view the energy around you, how to see that it is a matrix, especially after the fall of Atlantis, when we became into the third dimension, into the physical, how to read frequency, vibration, feel the force around you and how to work with the force and then also see the illusions whenever there is an illusion, a dark sorcerer, a Merlin, it, a archon, somebody compromised, how to see and sense their true forms and, and those masking. So that's what we taught, at least in, well, yeah, every time, because there was always that unfortunate oppression, trying to um, stop the opposition as the earth can raised in vibration. There was always with its conquer and divide, uh, just old, old games that are just so played out. Um, but we many people on earth uh, you know have fallen for it but if you look at what we're at now and how people are standing up right now people are freaking out about the tsa bans everyone's saying that they're going to do the tsa bans you all stop feeding that no they they're going to try but we're not going to allow it there's absolutely no way and i will talk to you all in another video about that there is no way that it's going to happen. The light on earth has raised in vibration in infinite ways. Even if you look at, um, which I love being a rumble, we are uncensored. Um, if you look at what is it called? The presidential candidates, they, you know, went up against each other. And there was a couple, there's quite a few of them speaking truth. And it was like, wow, this is an inspiration. We have not seen this. This is the first time we've seen these candidates speaking like this. So just like we were, we are seeing this now, we've seen it in times and spaces. And this time, we're not allowed, we're not going to allow for these people to fall to, you know, we already know that Trump supposedly is arrested. It seems like he is arrested. I have to go deeper into that. My goodness, I was, ugh. so it is, it is, uh, and this is the game again that they play. So my role is to bring you back these mysteries of the ancient times to help you understand that this is just a repeated record that they're playing and how to stand up against this and how not to allow it at least within your direct family union starting off with that and then you know if you ever want to share or, or speak to the collective in public and how but it begins with us how do you self-heal how do you remove anything that needs healing or inverted and then from there how do we step into what we love right um, Regan, you love, you know, singing, right? I love singing too and dancing, you know, I love to enjoy. So if, if you ever, and this is what this video is about, even though we have all this chaos going on, we still have to remember the beauties and the ancient ways so that we can bring in, because what happens when we are, for example, I dance as much as I can all day long, what happens is that you're in a very joyful, happy frequency, and then that frequency is being pulled in through you, and then it's also spreading throughout Earth. And more so than ever, as we're continuing to teach ancient mysteries, the tree of life is huge. Um, we've really been teaching the Rising Phoenix mystery, um, uh, 
beautiful students or, or colleagues there how to use the tree of life and something that is huge is that you want to be using in a form where you are that tree the branches are above you and then we have sacred alchemy symbols that we teach that directly connect you to that and then the roots so anytime you feel stagnant or stuck or there's some kind of blockage using your phoenix fire source of light but also pulling in the energy from source pulling it in pulling it in from the roots from we teach this in the quantum galactic akashic reading we also have manifestation course but yes you want to pull in the source of light that is directly linked to the roots of who you are above and then you are that trunk that birthing energy that comes down through the through the branches sorry and then down the trunk and into the roots and then this energy you should be flowing it out like the birthers like um, gina talked about how we're constantly in a birthing process we really are all day long and how to birth these energies instead of being stuck in worry and fear and and and, and all this and said no shift yourself out of that say i'm not going to do that i'm going to bring in the source of light embody it through the branches of source and i'm going to be that channel and just visualizing like waters and waterfalls rivers flowing through you and the roots pouring out all the source of light into your creations your home your space your family constantly you should have that constant flow going to birth out most organic timeless for you and your family okay so i just wanted to mention that but i'm really going to allow more so for these beautiful beautiful uh, divine feminine to be speaking here today and um, i'll add things along the way and um, but otherwise i'll see you guys next week um all right so who would like to just, just whoever wants to go just just you know go like this and you you can go <laughs> who wants to go next Cassia, go ahead well i can oh me go ahead Cassia. okay oh, Cassia. oh. <laughs> thank you yes thank you so much aurora it was um i wanted to kind of start things off just because i had I wanted to share my experience uh, when Aurora sent through the topic for this um, this this uh, video because I thought there were probably going to be people out there watching this video who could relate to that. And so originally, when I heard the topic of this, I was like, "Oh, what am I going to share about that? Do I work with the ancient ways? I mean, I'm beginning to learn through the Isis Priestess course uh, some of these beautiful sacred ancient teachings." You know, I absolutely connect with with the energies of Egypt, the high priestesses, the Essenes, all of this and these and these teachings, you know, so I am beginning to work with that. But I was like, how do I do that consciously in my daily life? And I think that there's a lot of people out there who think that they don't work with the ancient ways when you actually do in your daily life every single day. And I wanted to talk about this and sort of the ways that I realize that I do. but just because it's so incredibly important for us to do this and to do it, uh, like Aurora said, we all have these past lifetimes, right? We all, we are interdimensional beings. So we have, we are present all throughout time and space, right? In all of these beautiful dimensions. And we have all of this rich tapestry of being uh, within us, right? Sort of like locked within us. And the way that I was shown when I was thinking about this was almost like it's like codes that we carry, like wisdom codes, you might call them. And so each and every single one of us has these very unique wisdom codes within us that only become unlocked when we begin to trust ourselves 
And when we begin to do what we naturally feel drawn to do, right? Trusting that we know how to work with, work with this ancient wisdom, trusting the ways that we are drawn, the things that we want to explore, right? Where our curiosity is leading us, our, our intuitive, like the ways that like, say for instance, an example would be um, you're meditating, and there may be like an established, like, this is how you sit down and this is how you meditate and this is what you do. But you intuitively want to do something else during that meditation. And it's that's going to bring you more into, into that energy. And the reason that you intuitively want to do something else, other than maybe the exact parameters of what you've been taught, is that something else is something that you already do in other lifetimes. It's an energy that you're pulling in. It's a remembrance. And so there's this importance of all of us beginning to remember the truth of who we are. There's a reason that these ancient ways and these ancient sacred teachings, like there's a reason that they were buried. Many reasons, right? Like in order for Aurora was talking about uh, the archons and these, the new world order and all of this dark energy, right? And the fact that how did they come to have so much control over us? It's because they they helped, they they um, worked with this energy of helping us, causing us to forget who we really were, right? Playing on that, burying those memories, burying that ancient wisdom, right? You think about all the things that were done throughout the history, the known history, right? And Aurora, thank you for bringing us the unknown history of the world, right? Of the galaxy as well. But this, like, there's been a campaign to bury that knowledge and to, to cause to cause people to have to practice it in secret. And I think over time, it actually turned into, even though they they oppress this knowledge to begin with, because that's how they keep us asleep is by causing us to forget. Because when, when we remember the ancient ways, we remember who we are. And as we remember who we are, we remember the ancient ways. And so it was a way to keep us asleep. But then it also became a thing where we needed to protect this wisdom and this knowledge from them right and so it it became a, a way different ways that we we held the secrets of this wisdom within us right like we said one of these ways is encoding it within different people where every person is a different piece of this puzzle to be activated with these remembrances and these these codes at the, at the, the right time and these just in that same vein we remember these sacred teachings in perfect divine timing and so Aurora is one of these key people who's bringing through this sa these sacred teachings and the sacred wisdom at the perfect time. And it's being delivered in a very specific way with specific parameters. And I have to say, I really do respect the way that you protect those teachings, Aurora. Um, you do an amazing job with that. And it reminds, it reminded me as I began uh, working with you, uh, because uh, some of the modalities that I practice have sacred teachings too. And I'm like, how, the importance of really respecting that and making sure that that information, that energy, that knowledge, you know, like was said, we can't always control what's done, what's done with that, but we can do our best to keep that, uh, to keep that knowledge as sacred as possible. And, uh, it's all being revealed in the perfect timing and it, it is revealed to the people who are ready to receive it. And then we, we begin to practice it and that shifts the energy, right? The, the energy and it begins to 
open up the collective energy to more people receiving that knowledge. And that, that creates that wave and that shift in consciousness and that shift in energy. And so uh, we see even uh, in sort of the, if you want to call it the mainstream, right? As people are beginning to shift and gravitate more towards more of these ancient teachings, you know, we see it with uh, with yoga and with the basics like the chakra system and the different things like this. And yes, some of the ways that people are being taught, some of that is inverted, but a lot of it is also like pure and beautiful. And it's introducing people, even when we have um, some of these, these ancient teachings kind of like trending, so to speak, uh, some people look down on that and they're like, oh, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon of the yoga or whatever. And I'm like, but isn't that beautiful though? Like who cares why they're doing it? Even if they're doing it to be accepted and validated, it's it's opening up something within them, right? And so it's this whole process of seeing how uh, something becomes practiced enough and embraced enough and that energy then makes its way into the collective. And so when we are bringing through and connecting with these sacred teachings, we're, we're assisting in that process of sort of like priming the collective energy to eventually be able to um, kind of jump on board, so to speak. Right. And so it's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful experience. And so going back to my own story, right. Thinking about, thinking about the ways that, you know, at first I thought about uh, my, my connection with ancient Egypt and all of that. And I was like, okay, so I work some of that energy, even if I don't, even if I don't consciously know it all the time. And I was like, wait a minute, Cassia, you work with the elements on a daily basis. You work with nature, that's about as ancient as it gets right there, right? Working with the elements, working with the cycles of nature, um, and then going, you know, expanding upon that, like astrology is absolutely one of the most ancient and sacred traditions. And uh, this is something that we've looked to the stars at, as long as we've been present on this planet, right? Because uh we that's where we came from right that's our home we were birthed from these from these stars and uh we have concurrent lifetimes going on in these in these galaxies in these dimensions on these stars on these planets right which are essentially just like really big bright stars and so um it's like we're remembering that and we're connecting to that and the stars have an incredibly powerful be i mean they're part of us right we, because we we are part of them, we came from them, they are part of us. And so we feel what is going on with them very deeply. We remember ourselves when we remember the stars. You know, it's like uh, what, what I'm being shown right now is when you go out on a beautiful night and the stars, the sky is so clear and you stare up at the sky at the stars right? you're just gazing and you begin to see like the intricacies of the milky way and you have that feeling of vastness you know people always say it just reminds me a lot of times people say it reminds me how small i am right but to me if we really sink into that it also reminds us how big we are right because we are a part of that that vastness that we're feeling we are that right i am that i am and so it's like we're feeling that beautiful vastness and we're connecting with that and connecting with our own interdimensional nature and with our own magic and our own divinity. So it's just, it's a really powerful practice, just stargazing in and of itself now that we're talking about it. 
Uh, just as sun gazing and taking in the energy and charging up with the sun is a powerful practice. Charging up with the energy of the stars is a powerful practice as well. And following the movement of the stars, you know, we see these beautiful ancient temples uh, some more ancient than many more ancient than archaeologists want to give them credit for, right? Who are aligned with the movements of the sun and the moon and the stars. Um, you know, the star Sirius, for example, uh, we see temple after temple erected to catch to catch the star as it's rising and these certain certain um, degrees and angles. We see even like the Great Pyramid of Giza, you know, constructed to align with this star. Uh, which many people consider to be our spiritual sun, right? The star Sirius, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful, powerful energy. And we see how these, and so my interest with astrology goes beyond uh, sort of the, the traditional, like if you're a Sagittarius, it means this and, you know, this and that. Like I work with that, but I work more with, I sometimes I call myself an ascension-based astrologer because it's like I'm working with the interplay of the energies of the stars and the planets and the gateways of energy that they open up for us that allow for receiving from our higher selves, from our galactic, our galactic family, right? They, they allow us to receive light codes, to receive downloads and information, remembrance, right? Um, they assist our galactic families in assisting us right? Uh, when these, these powerful gateways of energy are open, they are, they, it's, it's like an activation. Our DNA is activated. We are initiated in different ways. Uh, the, the, there's just so much, so many powerful things that happen as these planets and these stars move and intermingle together and create these powerful gateways of energy. And so it's like when we can, when we can begin to align with that and understand that we can begin to work with that and really maximize the ways that we're able to experience this energy and also have a deeper understanding of sort of like what we're experiencing and what we're going through because there's so much i mean i really see the planets and the stars as a guide to this ascension process there as a, really a key in many ways you know and uh it's just the more that we can understand the interplay and the energies, because they're also, because we are them, right? The energies and the archetypes that they represent, like they bring these things up within us. They bring up healing within us. They, they trigger wounds within us that are ready to be healed, right? They bring empowerment. They bring uh, so much awareness that is key as we're moving forward. And as we're moving through these energies, uh, this this energy of self-realization and self-awareness and so when we can really work with that energy and harness that energy there's just so much that we can do with that uh one way that i i really enjoy connecting with the energy of the planets is to actually do a meditation uh when i first started studying astrology one thing that i did was i i set up you know a sacred space of course shielded and sacred in space and then I called in and sort of invoked the energy of the planets. And I asked them to sort of like, almost like channeling the planets themselves to feel that energy and let them really show me who they were. And it was just really beautiful. And I will say, you want to be careful with stuff like that. Like I, um, Pluto is my favorite planet. I really love that, that energy of the Phoenix, the energy of rebirth and renewal. And uh, I were I asked Pluto to work with me at one point, and uh, 
there was a I changed and grew a lot in the year or two following that that um, request, but it was definitely not gentle. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so you you want to you want to be aware. Did you want to add something, Aurora? Oh, you almost seemed like you were going to say something. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, so so we want to be we want to be aware of the energies that we're working with and what it is that we're asking for. Right. Um, but the planets are absolutely there. They're there to assist us. And um, it's it, because, like we said, it's it's aspects and pieces of who we are. And that's what I love about archetypes in general. Right. And it took me a while to really kind of fall into this understanding. Right. Which is just that. They are pieces of us. They all represent an aspect of our energy, right? An aspect of what we hold within us. And so when we can connect with, say, a goddess, or we can connect with a planet or a star, uh, we can connect with a piece of ourselves. It's almost like a, like a hyper-focused piece of ourselves sometimes, right? And we can really work with that aspect of our own energy. And so it's it's just a really great way to explore when we're working with, say, specifically like the planets or even like the signs of the zodiac or anything like that. When we're talking, uh, bringing it back to astrology, for example, it's like it's a great way to explore an aspect of ourselves and to really to really kind of flesh that out and get a deeper understanding, because it's all about. It's all about getting a deeper understanding of ourselves, right? As we move through this journey, uh, more than for me, I think a lot of the journey so far has been more about understanding what I am not, rather than understanding what I am. It's like the stripping away of all those layers of programming uh, that tell me who and what I am, right? Because there's a lot of people out there who want to tell us who we are, and a lot of people who've been told who they are. You know, and just all of this, it's like stripping away all of that, stripping away the stories, uh, stripping away all of this attachment. And um, I think when we can connect with that, with that raw energy of, of these, these archetypes, it kind of like, I don't know, it, it assists us in that process. It strips away some of that other stuff. It's, it's just, it's, it's really beautiful. So um yeah, I think connecting with astrology and working working with the stars is a powerful way to to embrace some of this 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 ancient knowledge, this ancient sacred knowledge and wisdom, and to really learn more about ourselves and this process as well, and to really take ownership because we want to we want to really maximize the energies of these powerful portals and gateways as well. Because there are other forces and energies that are doing that too, you know? And so we want to really, we don't, we want to be consciously connecting with that as well, because we are, we are more powerful, you know, at, at the beginning, you know, Aurora is talking about a lot of these, you know, these, uh, these lower time lines trying to come to fruition and these, these, the archons and these controlling powers. And uh, I was actually really glad that you brought that up, Aurora, because that's been something that I've been thinking about recently quite a bit is I've been noticing people, um, you know, who, who have this, this mission to share this, this knowledge and to, to help people step into their sovereignty and to kind of like wake people up and, tell people what's going on but sometimes I've noticed quite a few of them have tended to start really focusing on the negative timelines and it's like there's that balance that we need to keep where it's like we're bringing that into awareness 
But if we hyper-focus on it, then we're really playing into the energy of creating that. And so it's like, I've been thinking a lot about that delicate balance lately and like how it is that we can bring awareness without like just putting too much of our energy, investing too much of our energy. Because we want, it's like, we want to look, we want to see, we want to not consent, right? And then we want to focus our energy where we really want it to go on what it is that we're creating, on what it is that we're building, on all of this beauty. Because I think uh, there is so much beauty in the multiverse, right? And so much beauty on this planet. And it's, it's um, we do a disservice to ourselves if we focus too heavily on what is on, on the, I guess you would say like the, the, the darker energies, these inverted energies without also acknowledging that and um, bringing, bringing validity to that and really connecting in with that because it's like, we are their power source, right? What does that mean? That means that we have all the power, right? We, we are these beautiful, organic, divine beings. And so as we, bringing it back to the ancient ways and the ancient teachings, right? As we embrace and step into these teachings, we embody more of that beauty, more of that power, more of that divinity. And uh, it's the time to do that. It's the time where we are, it's a beautiful time, right? Because there's so much chaos going on and so much happening. But at the same time, it's like we are able to step into our truths so much more powerfully than we have been for a very long time on this planet, right? We're able to come out of the shadows. And yes, they're going to try to censor us. Yes, they're going to try to shut us down and uh, prevent our message from getting out there. But yet it still gets out there right? And we still speak and we are still heard. That is the most important part. We are still heard and we are able to be heard, right? We have that ability today to continue to use our voice. And that's why it's so important that we each do that in the way that we are called to do that, to use our voice, to speak our truth and to really embody our divinity by, it's almost like surrendering to to our higher selves and to these beautiful sacred teachings that want to just, it's like, I feel them just wanting to spill forth from us, you know? And it's so, it's like when we stop blocking that process and we just truly embrace ourselves and we trust ourselves, like we said, right? That, that beautiful energy just flows out of us. And I think it's so important. Um, I was listening to each and every, every beautiful, beautiful divine feminine uh, warrior here who was uh, stating who they are and what they do and the ways that they they embody their own divine feminine energy right and it's just like I was like wow what an incredible group of women on here today and it's I'm like okay I need to connect with you I need to connect with you and it's like that is so powerful when we're able to do that when we're able to not only embody this beautiful wisdom but to share it with each other right? And to activate each other through the remembrance uh, as well. So I don't know, I'm really excited about that. And I just want to thank you again for allowing, allowing me on here today. And like, yeah, just it's, it's beautiful to be here. Most beautiful. Thank you, Cassia. Um, wow. And I want to thank the 50 who are watching now. I know uh, Rumble is less on my subscribers, but I'm um, so thankful for you to take time to be listening to us today. 
And I wanted to mention though to Cassia, I, I love all that you said, and I especially uh, was reminded of the astrology and how ancient, you know, these mysteries of ancient mysteries through astrology. And I, I recently channeled Nostradamus, and I remember as um, he was laying there, and I was remote viewing, communicating with him. He was laying there on the grass, and he was looking up at the stars. And I remember how he showed me literally how he was able to access um, timelines, prophecies. He would, it was like he was moving the skies like this, like, you know, how they move like every night, the stars, he was fast forwarding them. And then he would fast forward them to a moment in time and space, you know, and then that access point was happening in this moment in time and space. Okay. Um, uh, what are so I'm going to deliver what he delivered his books in, in 1555 his prophecy book and then he would then communicate what needed to be delivered over to us of these inverted timelines to watch out for during that year during or during that moment and how powerful that was so that's how he was accessing the timelines of earth shifting the stars fast forwarding them you guys understand it was really cool to watch seeing them like go like this almost like rolling Pat, yeah, they were rolling. So in a very moment time and space, and Nostradamus was speaking as an astrologer um, and philosopher, uh, the Tartarian, he was midway in Tartarian time. So so I love that you brought that that astrology and that you're here communicating, uh, Cassia, to, through your YouTube and your platforms, your channels, all the astrology that we need to understand in this moment in time. So you are every day bringing those ancient mysteries back to us. And then also she's doing aura sessions. Go check her out, you all. <laughs> I know she recently posted one on her um, her YouTube. So go check that out. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go ahead now and let Raven talk. Raven, are you ready? There we are. Yes, I am. I um, have just a few minutes to share. Um, uh, and thank you again. Um, I just want to actually share more specifically on an experience that I had because I am in I am an Isis priestess and Aurora's Isis priestess um, also, and I just very recently had my aura past life regression, which was like an unbelievable session, and I, it was so life changing and so profound that I actually just want to use my few minutes that I have left to be with you all to share that about that experience. Um, I also have been a, a queen, a priestess in, in many of my lifetimes here. So I am, I am used to, you know, coming in that vibration of coming in a, a vibration of awareness of my mission, of my earth mission and purpose. And to go into a regression where something absolutely different than anything that I even remembered that I knew but like you were saying, sister, the, the things that we don't even know that we know, like the, the ancient piece that's inside of us that is there to tap into. So all my life, I've always been, oh, first of all, let me just explain, I say that when, as you were talking about Sirius, so of course the ancient Egyptian new year is Sirius. And when I first discovered Aurora was after a, shama, a shamanic experience that I went through in order to open my throat chakra and open into my expression. And as I was coming out of the shamanic experience, the, the TV was on because I, there were some sound frequencies that had been playing in the background. And the frequency went over to one of her videos, a regression video. 
and I had never seen you yet or heard of you. And I sat and listened to it and it was like absolutely exactly what was needed for that moment as I was coming out and opening into expression. And so I was like fascinated and I started watching some of her videos and was like, oh my gosh, I have to tap into this woman. How do I get a regression? And I found, um, and of all of your calendar, which is like book solid forever and ever, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but um, the only day that was available was the only day in a three month block of a calendar, the only day that was available was Sirius Rising, the, the uh, comedic new year. And so I was like, okay, that's for me. That, that day was for me. So that's the date that I just had my uh, regression on. And so as we went into this experience, the the first things because just with us you have such a like beautiful hypnotic voice <laughs> so already as we entered in the experience i was i was already starting to slip back into you know and and also with the isis priestess opening my my vision i was step i was automatically going back into different timelines and i went back into a space being underneath the great pyramid and being in a in an inverted chamber under the great pyramid where it was our job, the beings that we were to channel energy into the king's heart uh, under the pyramid and channel it up through the power of the pyramid into him so that he could continue to lead the land. And so I was like, okay, yes, there it is, you know, comedic, I, this is the experience. And as she was explaining how we're not supposed to, you know, or not so, supposed to, but to, to just allow the ego, any, anything to do with the ego, just set that aside and don't try to use your ego to control the experience of what comes through. And I thought, well, that's, that's what it is. That's what I want to know. And I said, no, because that's ego experience still, even though it's coming up, I let me not hold that because I don't want that to be the experience of what comes up if something different was supposed to come through. And lo and behold, the thing that comes through is that I am a queen in this mermaid kingdom underneath the whole island like the continent the subcontinent of, of britain and i am in this i am a mermaid in this space and i've been in love with mermaids like my whole life i've had a fascination with the sea a fear of the sea an obsession with the sea and um and i was our our group of priests that we were were protectors of the dragon's heart and i've been i've i've known i've always believed in unicorns and dragons and fairies and and everything but I never had a particular connection to the to the dragon. I, I just was aware of their all existence and gave love to them. And this experience has come like has completely changed my life because all of these pieces, like I moved to London for 10 years. Um, my children, both my children were born in London. Um, all of these different pieces of experiences uh, that I didn't even know that I knew. I had guided to and had been living. And then this experience brought out like you were on the right track all along. And so this connection to the dragon and their dragon entities. So like, as we talk about, and as you're saying, like we get sometimes very caught up in the, in the negative timelines, in the negative aspects of it and the fear and the, and focused on entities who mean us harm. But what we really, the, the power is to give our focus to the entities who are here under earth, inside of earth, in the, into, in the interdimensional space between us to focus on them and the, and the assistance that they came to bring to earth. And the dragons are one of these beings, like their hearts actually feed love in a matrix going all over earth. They live in underground caves under the earth and they feed energy to everybody and they feed this love 
up into the world and feed this into different bloodlines of people. And so my my bloodline of our royal beings were there to 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 protect that heart energy. Like our my mission on earth over and over has been to protect heart energy and to protect love, whether by experiencing the lack of love, experiencing the lack of friendship, connection, and you know, from from a personal level or or a communal level, universal level, and to know love and understand love and understand that love is like the greatest force and the greatest weapon that we have available to us. And when the deeper we immerse ourselves in love, the the more powerful we become. So that these things we don't even have to fear them. We just don't have to fear them. We just have to tap into these entities and and our own beings that are here for that. And so what has opened for me since that experience with Aurora has been showing that like, so as a, like the timeline, if anyone is familiar with the Ra Collective, you know, there are different, you know, dimensions that we move through. So we move through first dimension, which is like, you know, the rocks and, and, you know, still entities that are conscious. And then the next is sort of the animal entities in the second dimension and dragons are part of that second dimension. So we're always focused on, you know, like oh, going into fourth dimension and fifth dimension and ascension, ascension, but we forget that there are, there are entities that still exist in second dimension, like pets, like dragons, like entities that are, you know, like plant entities that are still here, that are here to offer vibration to us and to power love into us so that, so that we can power love into this third dimensional, very difficult reality that is the dimension of free will and of making a choice whether you want to serve light or serve darkness or serve self and so tapping back into them um gives us is, is like another channel of power for us and so that was really beautiful to go into the dragons and since the hypnosis i have been constantly contacted by dragons like <laughs> in my dreams through people people are sending me things and don't even know that there's a dragon connection um i've been called to go to japan now and and follow like a dragon connection so i'm looking to go to japan later this year um but yeah so so just i i um that's that that like i have so much to say but i want to keep it with that today and share like the first of all, Aurora, thank you so much. The amazingness of, of you holding your space as who you came to be has been such a powerful magnet for beings around the world, such an incredible clearing for people around the world. I am honored to know you. I am honored that I was able to sit with that experience. And I can't wait until I'm in my hypnosis uh, training so that I can you know, open that experience and open another side of my priesthood to share that with other people. So I'm going to keep my experience just to that circle today. I would love to share more. And I'm so grateful to meet you all and to know all of you that are bringing this power and this beauty and this love into this realm. And I am now about to step into a space where I'm going to offer love and connection in, uh, in another circle. So I leave all you beautiful priestesses and I'm so grateful uh, to be here. And I'm holding space for you as I step into my next space. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful Raven. We will let you go. It is an honor to have had your beautiful energies, your beingness, your just absolutely gorgeous and divine creation. So thank mm -hmm. you for joining us and then we'll let you go. Have a beautiful yeah. time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all. You Take care, everybody. So much right. love to you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Very beautiful. And Gina, I feel like you should go next, love. Angels keep saying you should go next. Okay, beautiful. Well, I'm so excited to continue on with these beautiful messages. Um, ladies, oh my goodness. You guys, this energy is flowing so amazingly. And Cassia, thank you so much for all that you brought up in awareness because I think it's really beautiful that um, you know, you really, you really taught us about the way we're looking at things. You were you were showing us how, you know, we're seeing things on a different level and ancient teachings are all around us, right? The mysteries are all around us, but we're discovering them, whether it be just outside nature, um, looking at the sun and the stars and everything, that's all about alchemy, all the sacredness, you know? And Raven, beautiful, Raven was telling us about her experience with that. And she showed us, you know, living all those different lives really it feeds into what we're doing now. We're supporting all those different lifestyles and lives we're living concurrently, right? And that kind of leads us into birth, that birth process. So we're constantly birthing and living and creating and transitioning and birthing and creating. And, you know, it's a cycle over and over again. And I think it's really beautiful because not only do we physically do that, we etherically do that as well. And whether we're creating, um, maybe we want to create something for the collective or we want to create something for ourselves or we're creating and birthing life inside of us. It's all beautiful because it's all connected and we're using all that sacred knowledge and energy, whether we're aware of it or not. Um, so thank you guys for that. And so I just want to talk a little bit about birth, like the physical aspects of birth right now. Um, so if we think about it, everything that we think about birth, we've been taught by family members, TV, hospitals, medical systems, you name it. We've been convinced that this is how we're supposed to live our lives. We're supposed to go to all these doctor's appointments. And again, I'm not a licensed physician, so we'll start with that. But we're supposed to go to all of these doctor's appointments. We're supposed to prove that we're going to have a baby so the whole world can know. We're supposed to tell everybody. We're supposed to have all of these people know exactly what we're doing. The moment we're supposed to do it, have no privacy, touch our bellies. Like, ugh, so much. Take this nasty sugar drink and drink it. And we're going to check this. And, you know, so your baby might be too big. So we're going to push this so you can have that baby sooner. So it won't hurt your body. And it'll just be easy if it's smaller. These are all things that don't make sense. Our bodies are made to do this as a woman, as a feminine divine creature, creator, we are made to create life. We know how to do that instinctively. Our bodies physically know how to do this. Um, we don't need to be told that we have to push our babies out sooner or let's go ahead and schedule or we'll just cut it out and be happy. No, no problems. Uh, you won't look any funnier in your your bed, your vagina, you know, we've been told that, you know, you might look strange or your body's going to look different or let's tighten you up. All of these are really forms of disempowerment. We are being disempowered as women all the time. And for, for all of these things with the birthing process, while it sounds empowering and exciting and look forward to this and that, it really is taking away from that experience, the experience of creation, connection, birth, growth, 
that beautiful thing that we all do, whether you're feminine or masculine, female or male, you're creating, right? We're all doing that. But with the physical process, um, it's really, and, and, and it, what it does is it disconnects us from the feminine within us. If we think about that, what are we, what are we really doing? What do we really want to do? We want to grow a life within us as organically as possible. Um, and that, that growth of that life comes way before even being pregnant. So you have your body. You want to prepare that physical vessel for whatever life is going to be there. So, you know, Aurora's classes are a beautiful place to start to just bring up and experience everything you need to bring up as far as emotionally. Now, this is one thing I've been talking about with my clients, especially is when you have not processed your emotions and experiences and traumas, that is going to really hold into your, your vessel. Your baby can feel that. You're and it, it kind of the whole experience is going to be surrounded by what you haven't addressed. So what's really beautiful is starting off the connection of saying, maybe I want to have a child or one day I want to have a child, you know. So let me work on myself and be the best, brightest version that I can be so I can hold the clearest space for life of whatever that might look like or creation, whatever that might look like, whether you're going to have a child or not, hold that space of whatever creations you want for manifestation, whatever it is. So, you know, start really the emotions, processing entities, you know, all of these things, clearing that vessel emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, changing what you eat. You know, we consume so many things. We put things into our bodies and we don't think about how it really affects our physical, you know, putting the sugar in our bodies and then we have a sugar rush or caffeine in our bodies and we're, get, we're getting the buzz and we think we're getting stuff done. But that little bit affects your whole being, right? So, and, and then meat, you know, meat is very heavy. We're taking in the life of something else and it's really heavy. So we want to clear out and purge out as much as possible, eat as light and healthy as possible, as organic as possible to prepare that physical vessel hold as much light and space as possible because when we hold that space and we're going to start growing a life inside of us their their energy and spirit and soul is going to be there as well so we want to make sure that they're going to have the best opportunity possible to start that journey off as clear as possible so we want to have the clearest lifestyle and clearest space that we can um so yeah so once we do that and we're holding that space we want to Think about our partnerships as well. So this is really important. Um, us ladies, we've been disempowered from trusting our emotions and feelings about partners as well. We can love people as much as we want to love them, but that does not mean they're the right partner for you. And they could be the partner for that stage in life. It could be the partner that you need to create that life with, because that might be the option that that child's choosing. So just be aware of your partnerships, right? And the lessons you're supposed to learn there. And make sure that that person's also ready to join you on your journey, because we want to give these children the best possible journey that we can, right? So we want to make sure that we're, we're choosing those partnerships, we're choosing those people. And Aurora teaches uh, a class on sacred uh, sexuality and things like that within the priestess program about having that, being able to conceive sacredly. So, you know, we want to conceive our children sacredly. And what that really looks like is that purest love between two beings. When we create our children, 
if there is not that purest love, oh my goodness, it's not going to, the child's going to come in. There's going to be lessons that might be even harder, but we had that pure love intention towards each other and purely loving that child will feel that from conception. So our conception point, that love should be felt as well. And then we think about it. We want to continue to have that stuff, that love and support from that partner. Right. And so our journeys with partnerships, oh goodness, that's a whole other topic, but they are very important to support us while we are growing that life inside of us as well, because they're going to support us on our decisions later on. And the decisions would be, you know, what do we want to experience in our journey of being pregnant? Um, so really, it's really important. So we're so now we're talking about conception, that life has begun, that spark has happened. And it's dividing and growing and, oh, goodness, it's so exciting. And then you finally find out that, you know, you're saying, oh, you know, something's a little different. I feel a little different. From that point, as soon as you feel that, you can start talking to that life inside of you. Talk it to it. Tell it all the things like, oh, my goodness, I'm excited. I'm ready. Or I don't know if I'm ready. Let's, I might need some support from you, like help me feel good about this, you know, whatever that is, whatever concerns you have there, you can start talking to that life because we have souls, babies have souls and they might wait to a certain point to come in to make sure that you're ready, right? Um, so yeah, so start that partnership, start teaching them and start sending them love as soon as you feel that. Um, yeah, and you don't have to run out and... Um, go straight to the doctors and, and, and all these things there. You can, you can do this organically and naturally, holistically yourself. You, you can do that. And many women are going back to that. If we think about where we came from, we didn't have doctors and blood tests and machines to prove that we had a life inside of us. We didn't have that before. It's only been in the last 100 plus years or so, plus or minus, that we've been forced into that hospital you know, corral. Women, as soon as the hospital scene came around, you know, they told us, oh, it's so much safer for you. It's so much better and healthier for you. It's really not though. They really have convinced us and disempowered us with that. As soon as the first ones came around and they started moving women from midwives and, you know, home births saying, oh, that's not safe for you. It's not safe. You should come here where it's going to be great. They literally were tying women to beds and leaving them there by themselves with nobody around screaming. That's not okay. They went from at home and comfortable and safe with their families and safe with other women and midwives and doulas to sterile, scary spaces, all kinds of stuff in there that, that was not safe. Taking our babies from us in a place that, you know, wasn't safe, doing things to our children we had no clue that they were doing. That's whenever, you know, vaccines, they start putting them in them the moment they're born in hospitals now. All these medications as soon as they're born, you know. So, yeah, that's been kind of where they've headed to, but that's not where we came from. That's not where we initially were from. We were giving birth in our homes. Also, we were naturally giving birth outside. We give birth outside, giving birth in the waters the lakes, the oceans. When many women are choosing to do more outside births now and water births, not just home births in a pool, but outside in nature, beside the rivers, 
you know, beside the waters and beside the oceans, bringing back that more primal, natural experience and allowing themselves to just really feel into that and trust their bodies. And I think that's where we really want to go towards is trusting ourselves once more, trusting our bodies, trusting our hearts and minds, and knowing that we can do that. We can take our energies and our hearts and our love that surrounds us and put that confidence back in ourselves that we can do that. We can birth that life. And no matter what struggle you have, and yes, you know, birth can be a, a painful process because we're expanding and growing, but you can breathe through that. You can use your breath. You can use different terminology. We've been given contractions and pain and different words. Change the vocabulary we, we use. Call them surges and look more excited and look more change our mindsets towards it, using hypnosis, like putting ourselves in a theta brainwave, using all of these different things that we can learn to just change our minds and center ourselves and connect. As Aurora said, that tree of life, that's what you're connecting with, your tree of life, your child's tree of life. You're allowing that process to come. You're birthing that through your own tree, and then they become out and they're birthing through their own tree of life. So you have that physical birthing process, right? And then that's literally a transition between everything. It's a transition between one way of life to another way of life, birthing those children through us. And it's really so beautiful. Our bodies do it all for us. They do it all for us, right? So our vaginas, they know how to expand. Our birth canals, they know how to expand. Our breasts, they know how to make milk. They know how to support life. We know how to do this. And we can trust our bodies that that happens. We've been convinced and taught that, well, if breastfeeding doesn't work for you, then just use formula. But they don't tell you what to do to get on that path. Then you don't hear people telling you, you can do this. Let's work through this and try this and try this. They don't give you those options because they don't know them anymore. They don't teach them anymore. They don't want you to know them anymore because then they won't have the opportunity to take kids and raise them and do what they're supposed to do for their you know, their missions and things that they have. So, so any, anything that we're doing, we really need to make sure that we're doing it with that in mind, that we are birthing another life and preparing them as much as possible for whatever experience and mission that they decided to come here for, because they chose you for a purpose. They chose you for a reason. They have missions and yeah, we have to just support it as much as we can because that for the children is what we're doing that for. So like Aurora said, it's a mission for the children. Honoring our bodies, honoring ourselves, birthing that process is a mission for yourself and for the children as well. Thank you, Gina. Most divinely powerful, everything that you said, extremely important. Am I breaking up? Am I good? I'm good. Oh, yes, extremely important. Sacred birthing is really the number one mission again, alongside with saving the children as that is part of the mission as well. I loved everything that you said. And as a child, just thinking about how, you know, those of us who were born in hospitals, that frequency and vibration that was emitted, the sterileness, the emptiness, the coldness to a hospital. How were we even born there? Goodness. How? I don't know how. And it, but it shows how vigilant we are and how strong we are to come through those type of vibrations. So if you had the choice 
do this for your children. Of course, I'm not a licensed physician either, but do this for your children. Provide them a sacred, warm, safe space where there's not a doctor prepping you to cut them out, you know, invertedly from you. And um, yes, and the hypnosis is so important when you are in the labor. As you know, I teach hypnosis, which past I forgot, but you can do this within yourself. And it's just so simply within the breath to to calm the the contractions that are happening to breathe through them to to breathe through the dilations and the the um what are those called when you get those every five minutes or something contractions to breathe through the contractions and how to assist to see your body like a flower you are it's a flower that's blooming and the child is sitting in your vagina your uterus inside your womb and they are going to come out through your vagina like a beautiful flower that's going to bloom and really understanding the sacredness to sacred birthing and to see it all beautifully and you know there's uh, divine feminine who are doing this on their own without you know, just at home with their, with their spouses or on their own. I've known strong divine feminine who did it by themselves in the bath, you know, bathtub sacredly, but they were very prepared and they studied a lot and they held that source of light knowing that they could do it. Um, and I believe, Gina, you offer coaching to for you to be able to do this on your own, but you also offer, you know, do less, um services so this this what you're offering gina and anyone who's offering this sacredly safely for children i just humbly thank you because you are helping breathe birth in breathing that life into earth and i'm just so infinitely thankful for you for for doing that and um you are literally bringing new timelines organic timelines into earth by these children these star children so thank you thank you thank you Beautiful. All right. So whoever wants to go next. <laughs> yes, go ahead, Shana. Okay. Um, so I just want to say first, like, I am so incredibly proud of all of you and your throat chakras because I wore the color blue today to help with that vibration and food to open up that like wavelength. Um, because, you know, talking in front of people or just talking about like your passions in general can can be a little scary, right? Um, but I wanted to, to play off of what Aurora had originally said about like a tree of life. Um, I think it's super important that we really focus on our tree of life, but also like, why were we put into the tree of life that we were here, like our family systems of why, what lessons can we learn to be able to assist another person that may be struggling through that that was you know told to sit down be quiet don't don't talk like you're only to be seen and not heard um so really like thinking about like the generational and ancestral um tree of life too that is connected to us and to heal those within us because sometimes like like Gina was saying that when you have a baby inside of you what you're going through what emotions you're going through what situations you're that baby is going to feel that and, and have that, but not maybe understand why they feel like they can't speak in, in a spot where they should be able to speak. Right. Um, so really like self-awareness, really going on that journey within, not just like, it's really great when we can get validation from these beautiful energy workers and light workers and, and, but using that heart discernment too, because not everybody is on that same mission. Like we want to 
be empowered. We want to allow the people that are within our circle to empower us as well. Um, so like really, and like back to what Cassia was saying about like astrology and, and learning about chakras, like astrology is beautiful. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, like, it, depending on where Jupiter is, like your joy, where, where Mars is, like your money, your, the, the ma masculine energy is within you, within your birth charts or within where, wherever it is, it will allow you to get a deeper understanding of how you may communicate with somebody. Like if they come at you really angrily, like, okay, where your Mars is, maybe it will show you, like, you're either going to be very fiery and like, uh, like hey I'm gonna like no you can't talk to me this way or you, it might like depending on what it is right within your charts it helps you bring that awareness to yourself and I feel like with raw Reiki um with any heal healing modality like it, at the beginning when I was introduced like I, I don't like promoting myself very much but like I'm acupressure I I do crystal light healing sound bowl healing like really that frequency that light vibration putting those frequencies within our own um, body and within our own being so that we can project that out. So if we're not being self-aware of the emotions that we're putting out, maybe like if we're not self-aware of what makes us feel, um, unsecure, scared in fear, or why we are made to feel like maybe we can't speak. We need to heal those things within ourselves so that we can be like, okay, this is that energy that wants me not to speak, but I'm going to speak anyways. Like, or if you're talking and you have a lump in your throat, talk anyways, because that's the energy trying to get you not to talk. Um, so really to express yourself in that, like a true pure vessel, but in a way of why, why am I responding this way? Or why is this person coming to me with this situation? What can I learn from it with my own journey? Right. Um, because we all are pieces of this beautiful puzzle and like we can expand on each other and learn from each other and just really embrace each other and there's no need for competition like competition has been like we're supposed to stand together stand strong you know and and we all have days we all have days where we feel the human emotion like the fear the sadness or we just oh what is it well, give yourself a self-check in the morning before you go to work or have to deal with somebody. Be like, okay, well, I, I feel great this morning. I don't have any shoulder pain, neck pain, stomach pain. But then when you start thinking about people because we're all energy and you start getting a pain in your neck or a pain in your heart, or that's your guides and your, your energies that are supporting you to let you know that, hey, maybe this person is going through, through something that gives them a heavy heart. Or, you know, if you get like raw Reiki has been beautiful because like I, when I would do um, Yusui Reiki and stuff like that, I would come across these energies that I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what they are. But when I stumbled across this, because I asked my guides one day when I was saying, okay, what do I need to know next? And YouTube, <laughs> she popped on. Um, so like really learning how your body responds to emotions like how does love feel to you have you felt love when you were a child like we were saying like have you felt that to know what that should feel like and if not fill your cup how can you fill others cups if your cup is depleted right I don't know um so like really empowering yourself with self-awareness learning yourself take yourself out on a date where are you 
most weary? Are you weary? Like when someone comes up and be like, oh, well, what do you want on the menu today? Or what, what do you like? Are you like, oh, I'm by myself. Is this awkward? Is this weird? No, stand in your power, be beautiful, take yourself to a movie, take yourself, learn yourself. Like, and I feel like with all of the media and all of the chaos, it's really trying to distract us from touching, getting in touch with who we really are. Uh, because we always get those quick dopamine shots on like um, TikTok, you know, the like quick, happy, fun videos. And then you like the herbal, like back to like the birthing, like you're right. You can use these beautiful sacred herbs and these beautiful, you can even use light healing to, to bring your body back into that vibration, you know, because we're so used to feeling like disempowered, right? Like it's normal. It's not normal to feel disempowered. We need to stand in that power. And like, really, I don't know, let, set that ego aside, I guess, because our ego mind is really trained to, to keep us safe, right? Like, okay, I know I did this before and I was safe, but if I step out of that, oh, like, am I going to be safe? Yes, you're going to be safe. That's just your mind. And, and to really like, I don't know, is it, do you feel like the voice in your, your mind, do you feel it in your heart or is it just an annoying voice in your head. Are you feeling it? Is it something that, I don't know, because like with technology and all of that, it, it makes us want to go stir crazy. And we may have these voices or we may have, like when people come to me, I'm like, okay, do you feel it? Where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your heart? Do you feel it in your stomach, your solar plexus, your creational energy? Where do you feel it? Because if you're not feeling it, it's not pure. It has a different intention it has a um ulterior motive right in a sense you know um so really trust your body use it as a pendulum like when you talk with people and look at people pay attention to their body language all right like look at their eyes don't look into their eyes but look at their eyes right like because it can either be blank and nothing is there you can, you can learn more for body language than you can through words, because most of the time through my experiences and what I've experienced, people will say something completely different than what their body is saying, you know? Um, so it's like really taking in the entire, entirety of that person, that one thing and being like, Hey, like, I hear you're saying this, but you have closed arms and you're like, really shut off. Like, are you sure that that's what it is you know and be that safe space be that place where people can go and be like I just had this dream that this alien totally like kidnapped me and of doing these test things that it could have happened like let like don't demand like demean another person's reality with that sense because they're not crazy there are fairies there are these aliens there are these things be that safe space so that people can really speak their truth and, and with doing that, I feel like a lot of the time it's using us kind of like Oracle cards, like people like Oracle cards, right? Because we tend to attract the people that, and the things that they're going through for things that we need to work on ourselves. And if we're not, you know, in, in a sense, right? Um, I don't know. So taking everything with a grain of salt in an extent and not taking everything so offensively and being like, okay, why? Why did this happen? Separate um, the emotion from us because we're not anger. We're not fear. We're not all these things. 
But when people come to us in such that fear state, they're identifying as fear. You're not fear. What is it about fear? You know? Um, so I don't know. I think, I think just getting really in touch with who you are and healing that family tree that, and learning like the Egyptians family tree, um, tree of life is a little bit different than the archangel tree of life, but they're so beautiful and to use them, um, because past lives, like we said, we might have been an Egyptian in a past life. Okay. We've got to use maybe that tree of life. And like in this lifetime, we're, we're an angel or this. So you use that tool, or maybe you're a Buddhist and you use the chakra system. Like even chakra systems are a little bit, a little different. Um, so gaining that awareness too, and knowing that in your heart, no matter what teacher you go to, um, that you're safe, you're protected to allow what only pure energy to come through and everything else kind of just roll off and be like, okay, that was an experience. But that heart discernment, it has been a huge thing for me lately. Um, so I guess just kind of like it, it, an EFT tapping, like emotions get stuck in our body. Like Gina was saying, like, we want to make sure, like if our body is hurting, put your hand on it and ask it, what is going on? what is here? Like, you don't have permission to stay, but let me know what's going on. Don't, don't let pain just stay. Ask why, why is it there? Um, so it's just like when I, uh, so I had injured my knee not too long ago and like tuning forks, I don't know if any of you know what tuning forks are, but I popped my knee out and I couldn't even, I couldn't even walk without my knee wanting to push out. I literally, for the next three days, I had my hands over my knee. I used tuning forks and I just gave it love and said, thank you for supporting me. What is it that I need to know? And when I looked it up, like metaphysically wise, like it was my left knee. So that represented, it gave me a different perspective that like you're fearful of moving forward and stepping forward in your next life, like you, in, in something like, you know that you need to do this, but you have to do it. And if not, like you, you keep on saying, okay, I'm not going to listen to my guides or my body. They will put you in a situation where they're like, I've been trying to talk to you and you're not listening. So we need to make it a little more like, Hey, we're here, <laughs> you know? So really stepping into that power and really like listening to your body, listening to yourself. And if you have doubts, contact Aurora, contact these beautiful people that really have the same intention in that heart space to be like, okay, am I crazy? <laughs> like, you know, talk it out. Don't be afraid to talk it out. Um, and if people don't want to talk it out with you, well, they're just not meant to talk it out with you in that time and space and talk it out with yourself, your higher self. I talk to myself on the daily. If people walk in and they'd be like, who are you talking to? Talking to myself, don't you? Like, <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. And I think it's just beautiful when we can, can connect. But to do that, we really have to, ground ourselves and work on our body and our healing and not just on our third eye and crown. We can get all that information, but we really also need to work on our root, our like our safety, our security, our sexuality, our, our empowerment, our heart. You know, we really need to work on the whole and not just little pieces. And I feel like a lot of people are like, I just want to work on my th third eye. I want to see beyond the illusion. Well, if you do, you might feel like you're crazy and bumping out of your skin if everything else isn't like, okay, I get it, right? I don't know. It's just baby steps, baby steps so that you can be the magnificent you who you are. And we're ever evolving and just never stop learning. Just never stop learning. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I could just ramble. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs>
Beautiful, beautiful. So much you shared. Thank you. Very important. All of it. Thank, Thank you, you Chanel. Thank you. We love your um, beautiful energy here. And Reagan, let's finish it up with a um, bright star light conclusion. I don't know. All right. Reagan, go ahead and um, conclude this for us. <laughs> Thank you. It, was, it does feel, I feel like it is very much kind of like a conclusion energy with all these beautiful um like just intense and intricate like lights that just shot up everywhere i'm so thankful for to be here and to hear all of you beautiful goddesses sharing these things uh so i want to start off with something that has been really really helpful for me because i know that you know this the intention for this is all about um inspiring people and reminding us of the love we are the joy we are even when the outer world is so full of chaos and darkness and fear and um, uncertainty and the thing that's really been helping me is this very simple I love simple it's very simple practice of just coming fully back to the present moment and remembering who I really am who we really are which is infinite formless conscious peer awareness we are already free we are already liberated we are um you know so grand so infinite and for me when I come back to that and for me that's you know what it means to come back into the heart because the mind can go so crazy I know I'm a very mental person and so I think that one of the biggest obstacles we're all facing kind of in this life is the mind control because it goes so deep all the programming the conditioning the traumas um, you know, that's a big part of, I think, our evolution. We're literally living through our experiences. And I know it can be so hard sometimes, but for me, that's been such a beautiful, again, such a simple practice is taking moments every day as much as I can to, to, to remind myself to really remember who I am, which is formless, infinite, beyond anything in this world, you know, beyond anything in this matrix. Uh, for me, that just kind of again puts me in my heart and it it um reminds me of what you know these thoughts really are which is just thoughts you know not identifying with these thoughts not identifying with these fears because when i i think when you're pursuing your purpose when you're pursuing uh what you're really here for it really can be so scary you know because there's so many things whether it's you know archons or entities outside of yourself or your own ego your own fear whatever it is there's so many things that are you know going to constantly try to scare you or pull you down or you know whatever it is and we can kind of see that as obstacles or I think we can see them as initiations into rem remembering who we really are again and again and again so that has been a really helpful practice for me to come to the eternal now and remember I'm formless you know I'm not these thoughts these thoughts seeing them for what they really are and seeing myself for who I really am and then also seeing others for who they really are as well so that's been a really beautiful, simple practice for me. And I also want to just share a little bit too um, about just the beauty of your voice in artistry. I think we're all artists of life, you know, whether you make music or painting or, you know, that's usually what people think of with art. But literally, there's so many, you know, just the way you live your life, your lifestyle, your how you express your soul, your spirituality, your habits throughout your day, your relationships, everything truly is an art it's an expression of who you are and again I think that's another thing the more you step into that authentically which I think being who you really are 
is the greatest thing you can do for humanity. You know, uh, we're all, we are, you know, as a, you know, kind of the theme of today, you know, we're all so unique. We're all so different. We all have different pieces of the puzzle to bring forth. And again, you know, part of this mind control, I know I've experienced coming out of it so strong is just this program to, um, whether it's play small or mimic what you've seen or like, you know, not be different, you know, you're going to be weird, you're going to be cringe, like all of these types of things. Uh, really just daring, kind of like daring to be who you are as much as possible, you know, going forward. And to me, that is opening up your throat chakra. Um, and I think the voice is a great example. You know, people think like to be a singer, you know, again, there's kind of a lot of programs like, you know, you need to be um, like an American idol or, you know, be technically perfect. You know, we see in the mainstream, there's so much technically perfect music that is completely soulless. And, you know, it's my hope and knowing that, you know, I want to bring forth this paradigm of art and music, which is so important. You know, I think artists are, in a way, they're also the kind of messengers of society to, you know, come call back this, you know, true artistic expression of ourselves that is authentic and it's not controlled. It's not perfect. It's not what we think it has to be, but it's real. And for me, the the courage and the strength honestly it's taken me to 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 do that what I have and continue to do that is so grand um because it, it really is so powerful and so I really want to encourage everyone I know there's so many people that are starting to come you know into the light and into you know even uh, even in the spotlight whatever that means to you you know being seen being heard for who you are which is you know oftentimes it's very scary speaking of past lives and trauma i know a lot of times when i'm when i'm pushing out of my comfort zone i literally feel like i'm going to die like my i literally feel like i'm going to be like uh killed i i mean it's really that intense um but having the courage and the bravery to to do it anyways and to have that faith and to have that trust to follow your soul because it will always take you to um, incredible experiences that you didn't even know was possible. And it's such a blessing for, you know, your growth and expansion. And then I think that's when you can be such an inspiration for all around you to see your light, to see your courage. Because, you know, I often feel like I'm scared to share my voice. And I know there's so many beautiful people that are, they're, they're, they're still so scared or suppressed, or they may not even know you know, they're not even able to get a word in because, you know, they feel so silenced or repressed. And so I think it's just so important to be brave and to be bold, you know, and to come forward with your art, whatever that is, you know, whether it's, you know, astrology, spirituality, um, sacred birthing, uh, you know, energy healing, music. I mean, there's so many different things you can, uh, whatever your purpose is, you know, we all know in our heart. And I think, you know, we have more than just one, but, um, you know, when you're really getting up into like what we're all trying to do, this revolutionary, truly revolutionary work, I think the courage it takes is so immense. So just, but, but the thing is too, is like, if you don't give up on just never give up, no matter how much you fail, no matter how much you fear, if you just keep going, you will get there and you'll be amazed at what you're capable of, you know, all of us truly, uh, we all are capable of this, you know, and we all have the the light and the support and the strength we need you know it's 
you know, kind of like we we're talking about earlier, I think it, it can be easy to get caught up in just the negative stuff, the negative entities, especially the, the thought forms, you know, that want to come in, especially when you are doing something important and, um, you know, try to stop you from it. And um, so I think it's just so important to, you know, everyone here in this community is such a great example, I think, to to be brave, to be bold, to be who you really are. Um, you know, again, if it's if it's different, if it's unique, which it is, um, it's going to be it might be scary, but just trust yourself fully. You know, for me, that's been kind of what I've been going through lately. And it's been just such a beautiful experience every time I do what I'm maybe terrified to do, you know, put myself out there and share the truth, share, you know, what I know to be true. It's always so it's always so expansive and beautiful and inspiring. I think everyone, we're so, we so need people expressing themselves, you know, and so many people are so oppressed and afraid to speak up. So the more people that can speak up uh, and go first, I think the more we're going to see other people start to come in and be willing to, you know, stand up for themselves and stand up for others, you know, instead of kind of just going along with the insanity that we've been in. So I'm I'm grateful. I'm hopeful. I'm excited. You know, there's so I see so many beautiful things being created right now. It's truly incredible. I don't take it for granted. Um, and when I think about that, it just it makes me really excited. So thank you so much for all of you. And thank you, Aurora, for having me here. This is just an incredible time. Beautiful. Yes. And um, you also released a new album, right? I did. Yeah, I forgot to mention that in the beginning. I just released an album in July. It's called Transforming the Darkness. And it is a journey of, um, you know, so many teachings that, you know, I, I wrote a lot of those songs while I was going through the R and Ra training. So it, it it's a concept album from going into the darkest evil and declaring sovereignty and coming out as, you know, the most unconditional love. Uh, so, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Would it be too much if we asked you to sing us a little something? No, I, I can, I can do a little something. <laughs> okay. I actually do. So let's finish it with a song. We know how much okay. we love music. Yeah. Let's see. How's that? Can you hear that? Yes. We hear you. Okay. Children of the earth, keep your head up now and your feet upon the dirt. Angels of the earth, release your hurt now. These are the times of rebirth. These are the songs of rebirth. Our creativity was lost in the cavity of lies. Their spies, the spies realize. Agents of separation, don't vacation. So reclaim your liberation by your own will Our vocation is our truth And that's what we do Grants our highest powers to come through Saying the way out is inside In light, darkness, 
cannot hide Know the price of your life alive Let these demons die Commit to love to survive and thrive It's not wise to just fight the old That's how they keep you holding Hating and waiting Annihilation is their game, it's their fate So children of earth of infinite worth Just destruction won't work for this war we must erect something greater than ever before pull it from our core something new i'm saying we are building the new paradigm by who by those who have eyes to see the eternal life we're breathing in and know the right to freedom for all old paradigms fall bust and must this collective pain can never sustain spiritual mission pioneers internal vision is clear no longer victims of isms and schisms this planet we were cast to create a future not like the past know thyself 2012 brought a new sight higher light fresh face golden age of aquarius it's rather weary of us a new synergy bright energy extrasensory activated in memory go beyond material sense there's no coincidence step into encouragement then it's ours it's done love has already won children of the earth keep your head up now and your feet on that infinite work now these are the times of rebirth So these are the songs of rebirth We are the pioneers of free will If no one else we will instill And let us find the whole past timeline Was fabricated the blind Instead of seeing the divine right in front of our eyes Let us revise the wisdom to discern that everything that was taught must be relearned A thing all we bought must be retaught Program thought that got us caught Drunken on dysfunction in our hearts Regroup and get on out of the loop And salute the truth every single tree with you If it's bearing the wrong fruit Chop it at the root It's time for greater pursuits to compute and be produced Cause these curses of perversion are nightmares We created it, the damned The evil, the hated Egotistically manipulated Perpetrated to make this man Driven mad by guilt Mass produced in their field We are the ones who made to pay to lay down it's our authority to completely recreate and now our ability to turn it all around and restore we are the ones we've been waiting for self-governed you know we are self-unconscious creators who reap what we sow the seed plant to always grow what we know in our heart goes so when will we cultivate real moral strength of infinite length Instead of complain, refrain. Love yourselves and your neighbors, for there could be no greater labor. There's no separation, dear one, reclaim your soul, find the sun. Only suffering, ignorance pays, ego enslaves, but righteousness saves. So let it go, let the past all pass. Alas, we will heal the generation, restore vitalization, life everlasting, accelerating mass so fast, material can't keep up, overflowing cup to the new earth ascension of the fifth dimension as all was prophesied in the temples of the undying mind the wise will leave their fear behind 
look within, sharpen and clean the lens, all will make sense. All shall comprehend in time. All shall recall the ancient grand design. Children of the earth, keep your head up now and your These are the times of rebirth. So these are the songs of rebirth. Wow. So beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. The first part where you're speaking to the children, just tears for sure. Um, very powerful and not every word and um how the the way you wrote that and the vibration it's just just a divine creation and um very empowering strong and you know that's really the music we we all should be listening to music that can inspire us into our hearts and get ignited such a beautiful fire it's so replenishing the music the song you just sang you know replenishing our source of light is just very powerful for sure <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. thank, thank you, you so much for letting me play that song. Oh, yes. Yeah, so what a beautiful way to conclude this. Make sure you go check out her her YouTube channel. Um, I, I don't know if you're on Rumble, but um, yeah, go check her out and her album. What an honor to have been with all of you. Thank you to all six of us who were here delivering these messages over to you. I love you with all that I am. And may we all, everything that we do going forward, embody love and, and figure out how to do that, but also embody the saving the children in whatever form we can do that. Thank you everyone for being here. Subscribe, share, and I'll add the links in a couple minutes in a little bit. Uh, for everyone here so you guys could go check them out as well. Thank you for holding this beautiful source of light. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. <sighs>